Uh, welcome back to another edition of This Week in College Football brought to you by CFB Talk Daily. Today is Friday, November 1st. It's getting to be a little spooky out there. It's Halloween. So we got some spooky games to talk about from last week. Some teams had their uh, season kind of... So first we'll talk about... Wait, wait, hold on. How about we do this? Who was your spooky team of the week? Oh, okay. Uh, last weekend. Oh, gosh. Uh, spooky team of the week. I don't know who I... I don't know. What do you mean by spooky team? You know you know where it's spooky? Where? Manhattan, Kansas. I was going to say that. I was going to be my spooky team, but I'll let you go. Go nuts. Go at it. Dude, you, I'm telling you, you don't want to play in Manhattan, Kansas in the middle of October in a noon game. All right? You don't want it. Um, mm. Did you watch that game or no? I did not. I was at work. I watched. I mean, I watched the end of it. So I, I just want to say, like, it. that game was not like one of those games where like a top ten team struggles or like you know they in the first half and into the early third quarter they got dominated by Kansas State. Like it was not even close. So my spooky team. I'm just looking at it real quick. Uh, would not want to go into Fort Worth right now. I'm pretty sure that's where TCU is. And play TCU because they kind of outplayed Texas. And I, I say kind of because Ellinger also played like garbage. Uh-huh. But, I mean, TCU played very good. Uh, I called this game earlier in the week between texts. I texted you and I said, uh, TCU is a pick this week. And you said, good luck with that one. And then, fun fact, yeah, I actually... TCU doesn't up- do it for me. I actually ended up betting on Texas anyways, but I kind of bamboozled myself. But uh, So those were two games I guess we jumped into right away. So we're going to jump into the bigger games. Uh, we'll start at noon, Ohio State beats Wisconsin 38-7. Uh, pretty much eliminating, actually not pretty much, eliminating Wisconsin from the playoffs. Uh, I don't see there being a way that they can get in now with two losses at least. You know, they're going to have to play the, the East champion in the in the uh, Big Ten championship game. So they're looking at two, maybe three losses. Losses. Uh, I don't see them having any foreseeable chance of getting in, even with the two losses. Uh, they're going to have to play the East champion, who, if it's Ohio State, will probably give them a third loss, I would imagine. I mean, they got outplayed in this game. Uh, anything you want to add to that, John? Uh, I was going to say that I think in the first quarter of that game, Neither team was really doing much, and then Ohio it's State. Almost like, it's almost like they flipped the switch. Well, first, I mean, the first half at halftime, it was only ten nothing. Yeah, but like that third quarter, it was like Ohio State flipped the switch, and like they just literally everything they did was like, wow, these guys are like, like you know when you're in like the zone kind of like, mm-hmm. feel like everything they did went right. Like, oh, and it also helps when you limit Jonathan Taylor to fifty-two yards. I mean, again, they're like we've said it before. Wisconsin's a very one-dimensional team, and if you can suppress that one dimension, there's really, uh, like I've said, I don't think Cone is the kind of guy who can beat you with his arm. Yeah, he's he's been pretty good this year, though. Like if you say no, that, but no, no, he's uh, been he's a freshman. He's been all right. Well, no, I I do like I no, I never said Cone was bad. I he's not he's not great. Like he's not the kind of guy where you can put the game in his hands and say here go win it. But he's the kind of guy. Well, where I don't think. No, I know. But I'm saying, it'd be right? stupid to ask him to. Like, why would you ask him to do that? Like, well, he's also a junior, not a freshman. But Cone is a junior. What? Is he a first-year starter? Uh, I believe. I mean, he started at the end of last year. A couple games. Which one's the freshman then? Oh, 
Do I want to touch with a G? Um, but so I mean, with that offense, you kind of need to have a quarterback who can kind of spread it open a little bit. But uh, that's just neither here or there. That's kind of Ohio State. I mean, uh, that's kind of Wisconsin's own doing. Mm-hmm. So the next game we'll talk about real quick because we know we don't like to get into it too much. Uh, Rutgers got the second win. Oh, 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 this is a week we like to talk about it. I know. We, no one can shoot us down yet. No. We're, we're going to have the holder of the year, so uh, that's pretty good. Liberty, they didn't look great. Johnny Langan, he was saving all of his bullets for this game. Big Ten freshman of the week. And you love to see it. I mean, those games of two passing yards, he saved them all for this week. Exactly. Maybe next week. And we he, also, for- he also led the team in rushing. Yeah, so maybe next week we could go for like, you know, like a solid medium of like 95 passing yards. Like, I, I'd be happy with that. Uh, let's look at, we already talked about Oklahoma, even though we didn't talk about the onside kick almost recovery. Yeah, Did I you saw see that. that or, yeah, that was, yeah, I watched the whole game. I actually was working and I told the guy I was working with, I looked at him, I said, bet the house on Oklahoma before they overturned it. Good thing he didn't listen to me. Uh, Florida State beat Syracuse, so your 13-0 and prediction is very bad. Mine, even 9-3 and prediction is bad now. Uh, Syracuse underperforming this year, obviously. I think everyone was big on DeVito coming into the year. Yeah, their offensive line stinks, though. It's not his fault. Um, Louisville kind of shocked me against UVA. Yeah, I was kind of shocked. I feel like Bryce Perkins has kind of regressed, which, like, I thought he was the man, kind of. Like, I'm kind of shocked. Like, I, I was... Big on the Bryce Perkins uh, train. I think I'm getting off the next stop. No, I, I agree with you. I like Perkins. Uh, I think for some reason there was – I think it wasn't – I actually, yeah, he was definitely overhyped. I think that people thought that he was better than he actually is. And Perkins isn't a bad quarterback. But, again, like he's not like this great quarterback he's people think he have to be. Yeah, he's a very good college quarterback. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Uh, Penn State. Beat up a little bit on Michigan State. Uh, in a nice, I think that was a downpouring game. Big rainstorm. Uh, LSU-Auburn. That was a lot closer game than a lot of people thought it was going to be. And yeah, I that's because LSU wasn't running the ball at first. And then uh, once they started running the ball, they were like, hmm, Auburn can't stop it. And then they kept doing it. And Auburn was like, oh, I guess we're not going to do anything else. Yeah, and like a lot of people were like, and I think didn't LSU have the ball within on the LSU uh, Auburn ten yard line like three times in the three minutes, and they only converted one. So like the chances were there for LSU, and once they get going, they get going, you know. And a lot of people were saying, oh, oh LSU struggled. I saw people saying that and like they didn't struggle against Arkansas. Like they struggled against Auburn. Like Auburn's a good football. And they didn't even struggle that much. Yeah, like the score, like. I don't know. Like, I thought that LSU looked really good. Like, that was a really good game for them. Uh, we talked about TCU beating Texas. Alabama throwing four picks. Um, let me look around. Alabama uh-huh. beating up on Arkansas. Also, speaking on Alabama, not sure if you saw this, Tua is a game-time decision. Yeah, that's rat poison. Don't that is, that. That's rat poison. I mean, we'll see. I, I hope... I hope Saban puts them both in like the huddle oh, before okay. they get out in the field. Here's this: How is he practicing uh, a week in advance before the game? But it is a game time decision. I like, know. I, I, I don't buy that. I, I, I think, think I think he'll play. I think no, I think that's just a Saban's way of 
touch that. Just quit asking. Like he just doesn't want to hear about it anymore. So he just went out and was like, so quit asking. Yeah. So he was like, that's a game time decision. Nothing else to say. Uh, let me check out one thing real quick while I'm looking at it. Uh, Kentucky wins 29 to seven with a wide receiver again. And I think they're two and one with the receiver quarterback. Yeah. Lynn Bowden kids electric. He's got the stuff. Does he rushed for 204. Yeah. He was actually, he played pretty well. Yeah. He's going to get drafted, and he's probably, like, he's going to be an interesting thing. I know you don't really watch the NFL, but, like, it's going to be interesting because he had 350 receiving yards, and then they were like, hey, buddy, like, you know, we, we need you to come play quarterback. And he's not, he's not doing awful at it, which is, like, you know, there's something to say about that. Like, Yeah, just, like, and especially, like, you're doing it in the SEC. Yeah, and, like, it's, like, dude, like, you didn't practice this at all. Like, they kind of just said – Instead of going to backup, they're like, hey, you want to play quarterback? And and like, I know I just said he's doing an SEC, but, like, any conference. I'm not taking him away from any conference. Like, honestly, like, if you do that in any conference, that's impressive, especially your Power Five. Yeah, and the fact that you're, you're positive, like. Uh, Michigan beating up on Notre Dame. So they just threw Notre Dame out of the playoffs. Overrated. Um, let's see. Utah beating up on Cal. Oh, get to it, get to it. Oregon, yeah, Oregon holding on against Washington State. Yeah, uh, with a field goal, right, to win it. Uh, I believe so. Did you see the uh, holding call on Panay Sewell? I mean, the false uh, start. Did not. He gets pushed over pretty much, and they call the false start on him. Mind blowing. I'll send it to you after this. Okay, so let's jump into this week. We are recording this as Georgia Southern is playing App State. Uh, they're actually down 7 nothing right now. End of the first. And yeah. you know what? They're still uh, minus. So we're, gonna, we're recording this in, uh, in previous. So uh, congratulations to Georgia Southern for pulling off an upset. And if that didn't happen, just pretend you didn't hear that. All right. Uh, and, uh, and West Virginia Baylor's playing also. That game's still scoreless. No one should watch that game. Yeah, I don't, I don't plan on turning that game on after this. Let's see what we got for this week. So we're going to start in the Big Ten, uh, Michigan-Maryland. I think Michigan's still going to keep rolling a little bit. I think they'll, pro- they'll, they'll steamroll Maryland. Michigan? Uh, yeah, I, th- I think they'll beat them pretty heavily. We'll see. I think they'll put a beating on them. We'll see. Um, I'm trying to get down to the good, the, the really good game. Oh, we got Utah Washington at four o'clock. Oh man, I need Washington to win that. Give Utah a loss. Yeah, that would be big. I mean, you're still gonna have to play Utah, as like speaking as in you're the Oregon fan, so you're still gonna have to play Utah in the championship game. Um. Yeah, but like knock their confidence down a bit. Like you know, beat them a few times. Like have them drop like three straight. You know, like. I mean, it really hurt their confidence. Yeah, it's like really like they were like, wow, we don't want to play another Pac-12 North team ever again. Now, is this the trap week for Oregon? Because I'm looking at them right now. Uh, I said earlier, and I, I'm gonna make this prediction: Oregon loses to USC this week. Yeah, I mean, I've I, I don't like yeah. Oregon loses games where they're not supposed. Like they have the perfect position. You want to talk about yeah, a team? Can, I don't know. You want to talk about a team that controls their own destiny? I yeah. mean, they, they actually like, straight up control. No, you, you can't put us in the same conversation as, like, a Georgia or, like, an LSU yeah, where they literally Georgia. control their own destiny every year and underachieve. No, I, yeah, but 
What? Well, Georgia what? lost to South Carolina. Yeah, Georgia might have two losses after this week. Yeah, but if Georgia won out, they'd be in the playoff. Yeah, and if you ain't have balls, she so be they a- control their own destiny. Who? Georgia. They yeah, did, they do. But they blow it every well, year. They, they still only have one loss. No. They only have one loss. They're gonna have two. I know they could lose again this week. Um. So after you just had a hit, oh, let's talk about the game actually. Was, that was great stuff, wasn't it? You, 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 just, you just like screamed at me for no reason. <laughs> I feel like cat. Let's talk about that. Uh, wait, Georgia, wait, wait, you, do you know who Marvin Harrison is? I know the name. Oh, all right. Never mind. Not important then. So, uh, Georgia, Florida. Uh, who are you rooting for in that one? Because that does actually have implications on your Ducks. Are you talking about the world's largest outdoor cocktail party? Yeah. Uh, whoever gives the Ducks a better chance of uh, being in the playoffs. I mean, I, th- I think if I was you, I'd root for Florida. Scare dogs. Because I, I, I think Florida does not match up as well against Alabama than Georgia does. Or LSU. Good point. But I think Georgia matches up pretty well with both those teams. I'd agree with that. I I think I'm gonna be a Florida fan this week. Yeah, I mean, I don't care about that game because I don't have any. I don't have any dogs in the race. Yeah, well, you know, we're dog in the fight. Right I'm gonna put you on the spot. We're gonna find you a second team right now on there. So, so just for some background information. Nope, we're doing well, it. No, I want to give some background. Let me talk about it real quick. All right. Me and John were talking like about a month ago, probably, and it was during one of the Rutgers losses where it was really bad. And I said, "Man, this stinks because you have a second team to root for." And when things go bad for Rutgers, they're all I got. You know, like, at least John gets to watch the Rutgers game, have his, uh, be a little upset, and then watch the Oregon game at night and be pretty happy about with the results. So John told me, like, oh, we're going to find you a second team. I did, like, a random team generator, but I just couldn't, I couldn't feel myself getting a connection with the teams I got. All right, so, now, so it can't be Big Ten, right? No, Big Ten. All right, here we go. And it has to be a, it has to be a Power 5 team. Okay. So you would have if you didn't say that, you would have gotten Houston. Uh, I'm not a Houston fan. Oh, you're none of these fans, actually, until uh, something good happens for them. Oh, Northwestern? You can't be Northwestern guy. Oh, here we go. Oh, oh, oh that's Big Ten. Damn it. It would have been Wisconsin. See, my grandmother's from Wisconsin, so I kind of root for Wisconsin. Ohio State? Can't be them. Oh, man. See, this oh. is the, this is the, the generator Pitt. telling me that I shouldn't root for someone else. Pitt. Pitt? Nope. There it is. They're, they're, they're an average team. I can root for average. Oh, yeah, you're a Pitt fan. Now. Look at that. Kenny Pickett. I Why love average. Jeez. Yep. So you're now Rutgers slash Pitt. And that makes sense, you know? I, I guess, it makes, yeah, it's not too bad. Geographically, it makes sense. Yeah, all right. I, I uh, know that. So that uh, pretty much wraps up like the big slate of games. Uh, uh, let me double check and make sure I'm not missing any other game. I don't believe so. So what we're actually going to talk about now is I'm sure everyone who's listening to this because you guys are all college football fans. Um, you have seen that the bill has been passed for players to now receive uh, compensation for using their likeliness. John, do you want to elaborate a little more? Uh, I mean, I just can't wait for NCAA 14 to be back. Well, it won't be 14. It'll be 21. Yeah, yeah, it'll be 21. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Can you imagine they just re-released NCAA 14 instead? Well, they should. I I was reading that 
they said that they should just remaster it for now, like while they can, like to hold us off. Well, don't is does the the bill's not active yet though, right? Like they can't do it now because like they still can't get compensated. Like the guys who are in college now are kind of getting screwed. Well, yeah, but like you can retroactively pay them now, like because what's the NCAA gonna do? Like all those guys are out of college in that game. Oh, no, I get what you're saying. Uh, oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, they are. You could so just pay those guys. The NCAA and, can't be like, but ineligible. Or the NCAA could just do what I mean. EA could just do what's gonna happen anyways. Just release the game with random people on the teams, and some guy, Vikings guy, who I use his PS3 downloads, is just gonna make a roster anyways. You know, and it, it, just pay the schools. Just give the schools some money and say we're gonna release the game. Deal with it. Put it out there. Let some guy who has nothing better to do. Make the 130 teams roster. That, that guy is me. And then we can all download it and have fun because I am itching for next gen NCAA football. Yeah. I, so, I can't wait on, for that. On a serious note, whenever we did talk about players being played, this is how I did. I did like this idea. Like, I did like where if you're going to, because I've always said that these kids, for the most part, these guys have four years to you know, advertise themselves and make money on their likeliness. Like, for a lot of these kids, after they graduate, you know, they're going into the workforce and there's nothing wrong with that. But, you know, they kind of let four years go where they could advertise themselves to throughout a big school. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So I do agree with that. Um, I, I think in the first couple of years, probably the first two or three years, uh, I, I think it's going to be a little inflated with the money that these kids are going to get from sponsorships. I do think that's going to happen right away. And then I think that'll die down. You know what I mean? Yeah. Wait a second. I'm live betting the 49ers. Oh, yep. Go nuts. <laughs> well, no, right. so like, just like to elaborate a little bit on it. Like, I think like, uh, you know, let's say some car dealership down in Georgia is going to tell some number one recruit in the country. If you come to Georgia, we'll give you $500,000 to do a commercial for us. And then I think that that might happen right away, you know, but I think after some time, this, these companies are going to realize they can't just throw money around and still exist. So it's actually, I think it's at first it's going to be inflated and then I think it'll work itself out. Should I parlay the 49ers and the Devils? Oh, don't do it. Don't do it. For anyone listening who also is a hockey fan, me and John went to the Devils game Wednesday night against the Lightning and had our heart broken. It was bad. $20 to win 270 to win 74, I mean. I wouldn't do it. No shot. Against the Flyers, no shot. This has turned into NHL uh, Talk Daily. But, buddy, oh, that's Saturday. Okay. So yeah, that's against the Hurricanes I must bet. That would have been real bad because the Devils. Wait, the Devils play tomorrow? Oh, they do. Okay, they're, they're minus. Players. Okay, they're minus one. Uh, it's not worth it. Never mind. Uh, no, nah, I'm not gonna do it. Uh, so now let's get back to college football a little bit before we go too far off topic because I feel like me and you could do that very easily. Yeah, but I mean, people probably want to hear it. Um, what were your thoughts on the bill? What bill? The paid likeliness or likelihood, whatever the phrase is. Oh, it's good. It's great for the sport. It should have been done a long time ago. That's all you got? Oh, I, what else do you want to say? Is, I mean, it should have been done a long time ago. I can't wait to play instead of Wake 14. I'm taking the App State boys to the playoff. Yeah, I, I do hope that, like, when it comes back, Wee-hoo. I hope you can do – I hope you can, like, expand on the playoffs. You know what I mean? Like, I hope you can have, like, a setting that makes it an 8 or 16, a 32, a 64, you know? So you can have, like, a crazy tournament. You can adjust the settings. You know what I mean? I hear you. All right, so 
after that because I don't think anyone else has anything to add to that. But anyone else, I mean me and John. Don't know why I said anyone else. Uh, we're going to get into some quick questions. And for the two people that tweeted us questions. Thank you. Yeah. And three people, actually. Okay, three. Yeah, I didn't see the third one. Uh, you actually tweeted at us while we were recording, so you kind of can feel like you were part of the podcast now. Well, they were. Yeah, you guys are always part of the podcast. Um, so our first question, Gabe Vino, Sliced Gabe, uh, wants to know who will win the Heisman. John, I'll let you start this one off, bud. Justin Herbert. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, for me, now hear me out here, Justin Fields. Justin okay. Fields. He, he's electric, dude. Like, he is made, like, be honest with me, did you think Ohio State was still going to have it? Like, after losing Urban Meyer. Well, not only Urban Meyer, but also Dwayne Haskins. Like, they've got the stuff. No, I agree with you. That's a that's a very good pick. They've got the stuff, Brady. Um, also, I feel like Justin Fields, he extends plays Hold on to the ball a little too long at times. I noticed that in the Wisconsin game that he did hold on to the ball a little much. But uh, I feel like they haven't really seen much of a drop-off. They might have even gotten better with Ryan Day and Justin Fields than they were last year. Yeah, I mean, it also helps like their defense is really like, – I mean, their defense was good last year, but their defense is outstanding this year. They have no, the is, best – You know why their defense is better this year? Chase Young. Because they fired. Uh, that's not true. No, it is. They, they literally ran him out of town. You're not pitting this on Greg Schiano. I will not allow I, it. I am. I'm pitting it. He could not defend his spread offense. I will not allow it. That's not true. Well, how, how? Let me let me know how most of the same starters and the defense gets much better. Coaching, that's how. Greg Schiano couldn't coach these guys. They couldn't. They wouldn't accept coaching from Greg Schiano. They weren't built for because it. Because they, they didn't believe in him. Yeah, that's their fault. You, they, know, they, you know who believes in him? No, the boys they, in Piscataway. No, they don't. No, we don't. They knew that he was feeding them baloney. Yes. Speak for yourself. I believe in Greg Schiano. I don't. I 1,000% believe in Greg Schiano. You shouldn't. All right, well, we're not going to go back onto that little tangent. No, no, we are. Um, can we at least do it after the questions? No, I'm just kidding. We're not going to go back and do it. Yeah, I didn't feel like is this is going to be a bit like a bickering back and forth for 20 All minutes. Right, I, I lied about the 49ers. All right, so. Oh, uh, we got another question. Shout I know. Out to the opening drive guys in blue and white. Awesome, awesome. I love to see it. Uh, also, all right, so my Heisman guy uh, kind of has taken a little bit of a step back. Not too much, though. Uh, say, say Jalen Hurts. No, no, no. I said Jalen Hurts a couple weeks ago, and now he's definitely Tozini. Uh, Joey Burrow. Okay, that's a good one. Yeah. That's a good I, one. And you know, I, you know what I like about Burrow is that the next couple weeks he has – well, not the next couple weeks. Next week is going to be his make-or-break game. Joe Burrow? Yeah. Yeah, when they oh, play yeah. Bama, oh, that's no. their mate. Dude, if he beats Alabama, you can catch me with, like, a Joe Burrow, like, jersey. And think in a few years, it can say Burrow on the back of it, and you know that money went right to Joe Burrow. Yeah. Um, no, but in all seriousness, like, if he beats Bama and they win out, which, I mean, I think they should, looking at the rest of their schedule after that, Old Miss, Arkansas, and A&M, and they, yeah. get, if they get into the college football playoffs, you know, after beating Bama, and Burrow plays well, uh, I, I think there's no reason why he shouldn't get it. I agree with you. Uh, do you want to get into questions? Yeah, we are doing questions right now, buddy. Huh. Wow, we also we have th- we have a lot of questions. I can tell you that much. A lot of questions flying in. Um, Nathan Hamilton wants to know our playoff predictions. So who? Ready, I'll let- ready for this. Ready for this. Ready for this. Go. Number one seed. 
the LSU Tigers. Number two, the Ohio State Buckeyes. Number three, the Alabama Crimson Tide. Number four, the Clemson Tigers. That's tough. You did not think Clemson was going to be there. That was tough because I think I have it in the exact same order in my head. Hmm. All right. Well, I mean, that, that's rare, so I guess we can, we can leave it. I really, I really, really wanted to say Oregon, but it wouldn't match up with me earlier saying I think they lose this week. So, But let's say they win. Where do you have Oregon? Oh, if they win, hammer Oregon in the playoffs. Clemson, see ya. You need a ride? I'm on my way to Doofus Convention. <laughs> Shut up, dude. That's that's where you can take Clemson. No, but I, I agree with the first take. Um, but I do think that if Clemson wins out, or if Oregon gets in, Alabama doesn't get in. And I know you're going to yell at me right now and say, Wow, I only have one loss, and it was to LSU. Wait, I'm sorry. I didn't hear that, my bad. I was just saying, if if your second prediction happens and Oregon gets in, I think they take the place of Alabama. And I will tell you what. What? I, will t- I knew this was coming. What? And I know the committee's done it before, and I know it's going to be the first argument. What? Alabama, if they lose to LSU, will not be playing for the SEC championship game. And I know I know the committee's done it before. I will I will reiterate that. I just don't think that you can leave out an undefeated national champion just because their conference is down. I'm speechless. So I, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't like the argument of people complaining about the ACC. If you want to complain about their out-of-conference games, go nuts. That's fine. It's, it's very easy to complain. Dude, okay, if we're going to put Clemson in the playoff with this, with this schedule for being undefeated, UCF should have been, and I'm sorry. This Their conference is so weak, the ACC. There's no reason they should be in the playoffs. But that's not their fault. Okay, but it wasn't UCF's fault we left them out. So Clemson should not be in because their schedule is doo-doo. Uh, they but, scheduled cupcakes for out-of-conference. And, yeah, and, but how and, long ago and, were those but, scheduled? But, but, hold on. Same thing with UCF, though, when you leave them out. Yeah, but UCF's so, not the defending national champion. Yes, they were. Oh, shut up. Holy Matrix, baby. Shut up, but the, they claimed it themselves. No, they didn't. They're and the NCAA recognized nope. it. Nope. The they got a participation trophy. Oh, it's not. They went undefeated. Who beat them? Who beat them that year? No, I agree. The I understand. So, so what were they? If they didn't they lose. Undefeated. And and. No, they were undefeated. That's all I'm saying. They're national champions. They didn't lose. So now you're kind of contradicting your argument. You're saying that they should have got in. And now you're going to leave Oregon. I mean, uh, Clemson out. No, it should have been them versus Clemson. Undefeated teams. Uh, I just don't. I I I, yeah, you're wrong. I don't agree with it. I don't okay. agree with it. But we could argue about that forever. Yeah. We're... Okay. Um, next question from our friends at the opening drive. You NFL guys, go give them a follow. They tweet out some good stuff, especially around draft time. We might even do a collaboration with them. So if you like, no, we definitely it, are. We need to get Gooch on the podcast. Yeah, and we'll, we'll and maybe if they get one going, we'll go on theirs. Um, you know, so if you like our stuff, their stuff's pretty much the same. They're, I'm not going to say they're the Walmart version of CFB Talk Daily. That's an insult, but... Uh, no, it's just they have one person. They're trying to find their groove. Yeah, and, like, they're, you know, we've known these guys who run that account forever. We're not just shouting them out for the hell of it. Like, they don't have, like, 100 followers. They have 700 followers. Like, you know, they have good stuff. 
they're just trying to find that one thing that gets them up, you know? And, and they have the ball locks. They do. Uh, but their question, they want to know a better NFL prospect, uh, Chase Young or Nick Bosa. This is a good question. All right. I'm going to go with Nick Bosa, but that is such a hard thing for me to say because well, I'm just biased because Bosa is a 49er. And that's my NFL team for you who don't know it. Um, I don't know. Chase Young is an animal, though. He dominated that Wisconsin game. Yeah, I, that's like one of those like tough questions. Like, they're both stupidly good. Like, they're young. Probably should be one, if not two, in the draft when he comes out. Um, let's. I'm looking at his forty right now. Four or five. Like, that's moving. Like, he's he's uh, he's unreal. Bosa has the bloodlines, though. Yeah. Um, did you see what Colin Cowherd actually said today on a show, and then he got ripped for it? No. Let me let me tell you this, what he said. I, I said this to all my friends, because my one friend loves Cowherd, and I said he only has a show because he's stupid. He said that Chase Young, all of his uh, stats should basically not be looked at as serious, because, and this is a direct quote, he said, he blows past the fat, sloppy lineman from the Big Ten. Oh my god, that's so stupid. There's, if there's one conference that anything on the line should matter, it's Big the Big Ten. Ten. Yeah, that's so stupid. Uh, he, he is an idiot. And then he said, that, well, he wouldn't be doing that in the SEC. Oh, he's so dumb, dude. I, that makes me so angry to listen to. Like, I can't, I'm going to go block him on Twitter right now. Hold I on. just don't get, I hate Coward so much. Uh, but my pick, I'm going to go with the hot choice right now. I'm going to say Chase Young. Just okay. for fun. But I really, I think that's kind of like picking imperfect science. Yeah, yeah, and that's kind of like choosing between five singles and a five dollar bill. You know, they're both going to be stupidly good players. Uh, that's a great analogy. Wow. I just thought of that right now. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> the next question we have here is, uh, do you think Chase Young could win a Heisman? Uh, 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 this. So. And you know what? I this question, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if it's coming directly from the Cowherd interview today because this is what they talk about. Uh, I'm not going to go, I'm not going to give the guy's answer verbatim for what he said, but he said that like Chase Young kind of has going for him that, uh, Woodson had for him when he won it, that like the rest of his season, he's going to be playing in primetime games. Um, and there were a couple other factors, like just like the kind of player he is. So I, I think it's possible, but I don't think it's likely. Zero percent chance in my head. I, I think this has really become an offensive award more and more every but year. There's also... There is no um, – a defensive player has never won the Heisman, like, who only played defense. Some say Desmond Howard won it, but he was a corner, played some snaps at receiver, and was also a punt returner and kick returner. Chase Young only plays uh, a third of the game. So, uh, I, I don't know. I don't think so. And he's not a quarterback. He doesn't impact as much as QBs do. Because I know people are going to say quarterbacks don't return kicks stuff either. But quarterbacks, obviously, it's a little different. They control the entire offense, really. I was just looking at Woodson because I forgot that Woodson did play receiver. Yeah. Um, so let's just go into the next question because we kind of agreed. Uh, fake Matt Mom. <laughs> this guy's giving us all the questions every week. I, know, um, I appreciate it. I know. We, we love it. You also uh, got Caleb Fossum interview. He added him, and Caleb said, let's do it. Wow, shout out. I didn't know that. Shout out to him, yo. That's awesome. Hey, that was like one of our favorite interviews. 
Um, he said, who the hell is going to win the Coastal? Because or The ACC Coastal? Because as of right now, it looks like there are one, two, three, four, five, six teams who could win it. Really? Yeah, the only team that doesn't have a chance is Georgia Tech. They have two wins. Everyone else has four or five wins. They're switching over from the triple option, though. No, so I know. Little... No, I know. I know. Oh, I'm just saying, like the Georgia. I'm just saying, like don't take away from them, because uh, uh, buddy, what the ACC Coastal? What are you talking about? The ACC Coastal? Yeah. Yeah. What about it? Oh, this is 2017 football standings. <laughs> uh, my bad, <laughs> dude. I saw one in nine. Uh. At one and seven, and I was like, "What the heck? Like, what are you talking about? Four wins?" Uh, no, you are right though. And if I had to pick one here, I'm gonna go with your new favorite team, Pitt. Yeah, I'm, I'm all in. Yeah, uh, Panther up. Um, let me look at the rest of the schedule. See what they got. Uh, I I don't see. All right, so they got Georgia Tech. My boys are gonna roll over Georgia Tech. All right, Kenny Pickett gonna go off. Uh, North Carolina's tough game. And North Carolina probably is ahead of them in the rankings. Yes, they are. Uh-huh. Hmm. That's tough because if they lose to North Carolina, they're going to have to win out, and Carolina is going to have to lose twice. Okay, maybe not. Yeah, it's tough because, yep. All right, so uh, North Carolina probably going to win the Coastal. That's not bad, though. Mac Brown, baby. No, I know. One year in, he's already winning the Coastal. I mean, that's huge. You better go hug him. Yeah, that. Oh, that's such a great interview. That was another yeah, great shout, shout out to Camion Rucker. Hopefully he gets uh well soon. I don't know if you saw he's out for the season. I did, yeah. Not gonna get that sack record. I hope he'll bounce back. You know, a kid like that, he'll bounce back fine. Yeah. All right. So um, off of Camion Rucker now. Uh, App State's losing ten nothing now. By the way. I called it. Um, I predicted it. I told Drake it was a lock that App State would cover. He texted me and said, "Not a lock." And I said, Bookie always wins. It's early, dude. It's early. Bookie loves him. Which program is in better shape for the future, Texas or Michigan? Future. Future. Uh, I'm, I'm probably going to go with uh, the popular answer here. I think Michigan. Uh, I think Texas. Oh, I think the ty- I think the hype on Texas is kind of running out. Like, you know, Sam Ellinger getting on stage last year and saying, we're back. We're back. Yeah, and it's like turned out to be an all-time tough look for him because they are certainly not back. Uh, I think the hardest part for Michigan is the conference and the, and the division they play in. But uh, I think that some kids are going to you know, start looking at Texas and saying, well, I mean, how many years are they going to say they're back until they're actually back? Because, I mean, we've been hearing, is Texas back for five years now? And they haven't really been back. I think if you look at the question, Jim Harbaugh will likely be gone soon, probably within the next two years, because he went a natty or beat Ohio State. So with that happening, I think that, you know, they need to be back at square one with a new coach. I don't see Tom Herman leaving, and there's a chance Lincoln Riley always bolts for the NFL. So I think Texas, even because they're in prime recruiting ground in Texas, uh, I think, you know, they might be in a better position than Michigan. This is unbelievable. What? what? Un- unbelievable. Every time I say Jim Harbaugh is going to get fired, 
You tell me I'm an idiot. I say he hasn't won a national championship game and he hasn't beaten Ohio State. You tell me I'm an idiot. You can't penalize the guy for winning nine games a year. And what no, do you no, do? Hold on, hold on. You oh, turn you around and no, use no. my answer. No, you can't, but they're going to. Like, you can't, but it's going to happen. This like, is absurd. I'm saying, if, if it was me, like, I w- I'm so against firing him because, like, you never know. Like, you could get Brady Hook back or something like that. And, like, you know, people forget Michigan was a laughing stock, dude. They, lo- they lost to our, our boys. With Brady Hope, because he put in a, what was that kid? He put back in with like a concussion, and the kid got rocked again. Oh, I don't know. You don't remember that? Oh. Brady Hope put back in a Shane Morris against Rutgers, and he clearly had a concussion. He was limping, and he like he's leaning on an offensive lineman to stand up after he went back into the game. And then uh, that was one play after his helmet came off, and then he got lit up again. So uh. People forget that Michigan was in a real bad spot. All right, so let's look. I think we were missing one question that first came in. Oh, two questions, actually. Uh, will Penn State give Ohio State the closest game all season? I missed one question, but uh, yeah. Uh, I think so. I yeah, think, I think uh, that'll be a good the, game. Yeah, I, they'll probably be the closest game Ohio State sees, unless they see a really like motivated Wisconsin team. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess it would it would be Wisconsin coming off of uh, you know getting their butt whooped, so they would be looking to uh, you know show up and play against them better. But uh, I think the Penn State's going to give them their best game. I agree. So one of the other questions we missed, let me find it. Uh, Ricky Morales wants to know landing spot for Joey Gatewood. Also, will Gus Malzahn make it to the end of the season? Oh, Gatewood, I think he's going to Florida State. Um. Or, 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 maybe like one of the ACC coastal teams, like uh, maybe Virginia, if, you know, they're losing Bryce Perkins, they could use a quarterback. And uh, Gus Malzahn, yeah, his bio's like $30 million. He's not getting fired. Yeah, I don't think there's any way they can uh, fire him. They have a bad year so far, really. Yeah, no, they, they, I mean, they were ninth in the nation, and they're, you know, they lost to LSU. And they lost to, didn't they lose someone else? Am I missing the game? Yeah, they lost to someone in conference. Was it A&M? Oh, no, they lost to Florida. So you lost to two top ten teams. All right, so that will wrap it up for this week's episode. Um, like I said, we got some games this week that I could project that could uh, affect the outcome for the playoffs. Um, like I said in the beginning of the episode, congrats, Georgia Southern, pulling off the upset against App State. Um, like I said, this, this game's happening. I'm just predicting it right now. Baylor's up 7 nothing. That just happened. Uh, so let us know what your guys' picks are for this week. Send us a lock. Actually, send our friend Eric a lock. Someone. Um, yeah, he, that's a good idea. Well, what, what's his at? I don't know. We'll, we'll help him out. He, he needs help, guys. Yeah, no, the bookie always wins. His at is at Drake617. Uh, help, help him out. You know, he, yeah. you know we, we try, we'll, we'll try helping him, too. He's going to have a lot of good people call you. Send him a message. Tweet at him. Let him know your locks. He needs absolute locks. His bookie loves him right now. Facts. Drake, his bookie, he's going to put his bookie on layaway. How much he owes him. And you know what? Tweet at him your lock. Hashtag bank the bookie. That's what we're going to tweet it. Uh, oh, I yeah. want to see a thousand tweets at Drake this week. Could you imagine? 14.8 thousand tweets. <laughs> oh, oh, man. 
All right, guys. Uh, one last thing. Uh, every episode of CFP Talk Daily brought to you by SeatGeek. Uh, if you guys are looking to head to a game this weekend, money's a little tight. Uh, you want to get free $20, use code CFBT to check out. Uh, game's on us, guys. Send us a picture from the game. Let us know that you used our code. And we'll shout you guys out. We're going to appreciate you guys using our code. Thank you guys for listening. See you guys next week.